broadcasting around the world. This is the Hard Asset Money Show. Your wealth, your money, your future. Serious talk about what's happening and how you can profit. Live in 3, 2, 1. Okay, everybody, this is Christian Briggs back to you live from San Juan, Puerto Rico. This is the Hard Asset Money Show, and boy, we, we got a show. Um, so I would just say, hang tight. Don't have any interruptions because you're going to want to hear. It's a two-part show. Your headline news, we are officially in a state of war as far as Russia now has entered into Ukraine, and we are going to give you what the hell is going to happen. So stand by. Here we go. This podcast is brought to you by Hard Asset Management. We have the guaranteed lowest prices on all precious metals and rare coins. Call us at 844-426-4653. That's 844-426-4653. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So tonight we're basically going to talk about um, oil prices, gold prices, you know, Russia's running into Ukraine. So it's mostly about, you know, what are the aftermath now and what's going to happen now that Russia has started to send in troops into Ukraine. This is this is huge news. And why didn't he do this four years ago, three years ago, two years ago? Why is he doing it now? Why has the current administration been so clear the last 10, 15 years in various ways from social media tweets or press releases or press conferences that at no way, shape, or form would Putin, the current president of Russia ever, ever think about taking on or taking over or even entering another country, because I do believe that the current president has said in a tweet not that many years ago that Putin would never get aggressive to any Western countries, or even the even some of the former Eastern Bloc Soviet countries, we call them the communist countries where Soviet ruled, would he ever take on because the current administration made it clear that no way would he take on Vladimir Putin. Well, guess what? Vladimir Putin must not have remembered those those conversations or those tweets because he has now officially entered the eastern side of Ukraine, sending in peacekeeping troops, as he calls it, which for most part, everybody knows what that means is he sent in his troops. They call them peacekeepers because if you don't keep the peace, they'll shoot you. So that's basically what it means. So let's talk about now that Russia has finally entered into what many are calling the World War III phase and what the hell is going to happen. So I've got tons of notes. So stand by. Here we go. Get ready. First thing we're going to talk about, oil is pushing $100 a barrel tonight on the futures market. Spot is uh, closed in on around $96, $97 for Brent crude. And that means we are going to be paying probably $5, $6 or more, maybe $7 as a minimum for a tank of gas. And I know California has already seen $8 a gallon, so get ready for probably $10 to $12, and good luck out there on that. Not that California is a bad place, but some of those economic policies may not make a lot of sense right now when you're cutting back oil and gas production and oil is hitting an 8, 9, 10-year high on its way to probably an all-time high. What's interesting about this latest news on Ukraine is that not only has Russia made it clear they're going to take Ukraine back, two, they're looking at Romania and Belarus, and then after that, there's three other countries that have been coming up, which I won't go into that now since it's only hypothetical and conjecture. Let's talk about the facts. Let's talk about what exactly is going on, and then we'll go from there. So right now we've got Bloomberg's Jake Lloyd Smith, who wrote just last night that oil markets are so bullish 
at the present forecast of $100 a barrel, this is of course before today, that they see $100 a barrel in the next 24 to 48 hours. What they didn't realize is it already came and it hit because we knew Russia was going to invade Ukraine. I have been saying this for over a year, and I said it because that during the Trump administration versus the Biden administration, Trump had a very strong dialogue, but he also showed great strength and presence against both China and Russia in any kind of aggressive manner. So now that those aggressive policies or things of which that were negotiated, talked about, or understood have now been eliminated through the current administration, we're seeing the aftermath. And of course, what is interesting about this whole thing is the threshold is being tested in many, many ways. Threshold of the aggressive policy of Russia to move into Ukraine, then they're going to Belarus and they're heading over to Romania is what the word is. And those words are coming from very reliable sources. So I, I want to put that in there because right now we've got Russian troops in Ukraine, in Belarus, and have stations within Romania. So it's not conjecture. The question is, will they annex those countries under the federal, uh, the Russian Federation? That's the question. Will he now decide, Putin, to take over those three countries, which obviously it looks like he is? And two, will the other countries that were formerly part of the Soviet communist era be a part of it? I think they will. So basically what's going on is that Putin had an agreement back in 1990 by the world's leaders that there would be no countries that now are part of NATO to ever border or to touch the border of Russia. Well, obviously those, those promises were broken. Putin is reacting at a time when we have an administration that doesn't have the ability apparently to head off or call off or to stop this invasion. And, and for anyone listening, which there's obviously tons of people that listen, but for the ones who understand what I'm talking about, and I mean understand it, this is not going to stop with what we're seeing tonight. This will not stop. In fact, this is the beginning of something much bigger. So let's talk about, again, the ramifications. We're talking about oil first, and we'll go into other things. So now, as you see three-digit uh, oil, call it three-digit oil, $100 plus, just from basically what we were down to like the 30s, late, uh, what, 33, 35, even $40 a barrel just a year and a half ago. We were getting $1.75 for a gallon of gas. Now the national average is what, 420, 450, maybe even be five bucks by the time we're all done this week. This is massive problem. This is inflation at its finest. This is exactly what happens. You've got aggressive policies in Eastern Europe. You've got runaway dollars that are being printed I don't even know how many trillions of dollars at this point because the Fed is still pumping dollars into the economy. So if this was going to happen where Russia invades part of what was the former Soviet countries or at least under the Soviet rule, and they're doing this under the administrations of current, I mean, I'm not talking about just the United States, I'm talking about all over the world, weak leaders, or they're just not holding up the strength of their countries. They're not, and we're seeing it now as, as evidence by Putin's aggressive move into Ukraine. So with oil going up to $100 a barrel, and, and be ready, because it's probably going to go to 125 to 150 if not more, I have here a couple speculations, and I say speculations because that's what analysts do. They speculate based on real-world information, real-world um, uh, politics. Obviously, politics come into play whenever you're talking about financial markets or financial movements. And what's interesting about all of that is how right these guys were when they, a year ago, was predicting that $100 for a barrel of oil. And people back then, I remember hearing $100, this is you know, a year, year and a half ago, and they're like, oh, it's going to hit $100 because if Trump doesn't win, it's actually right before the election, because if Trump doesn't win, 
the policies of the current administration are about renewable energy, which is not a bad thing. It's just you can't go from 150 years worth of fossil fuel in many various applications, 120 years worth of really economics are based on it. And then all of a sudden within a couple months or a few years switch. And the estimate I read once to, to switch over from fossil fuel to renewable energies would take 100 years, $200 trillion. And that's only if you have mass adoption immediately because it takes that long. And so with all that, now we're experiencing what $100 oil, 125 150 is going to be with this invasion of Ukraine now apparently going on. And then on top of that, think about how many things are made with oil and oil byproducts. Try everything, everything. I don't care what it is. There's manufacturing that, can, that takes place and is consistent with the making of every single thing because you can't make something from nothing. So it starts at a manufacturing part. So... Now that we have basically for, we have Brent C. Crude pushing 100. Actually, I think it's over 100 now, but it's fluctuating. We have now, what, $96, $97, give or take, for a, a barrel of crude. Here it looks like on this uh, on the futures contract. Spot right now is holding around 95 96 And what Goldman Sachs has recently added and to voice concerns that are not so long ago when its chief commodity strategist and one of the uh, closest followed analysts on Wall Street said he's never seen commodity markets pricing in the shortages they are right now. In other words, and what he went into great detail is that he was looking at this and seeing for the last 30 years, he's never seen markets like this. And he was recently interviewed on, on Bloomberg TV in an interview just a few days ago. This is a m molecule crisis. We're out of everything. I don't care if it's oil, gas, coal, copper, aluminum, you name it, we're out of it. And that is scary because then JP Morgan came right behind and echoed Goldman's overview on, on the commodities and the pricing. So when JP Morgan echoed Goldman's same byline, when the bank's global head of oil trading, Jake Palasinski, sent the following note around the bank's trading desks, it says, I can't stress enough how tight near-term fundamentals are. We are running out of molecules, oil molecules, and don't have enough in storage to bridge the gap until, until a year from now, a year from now, late 22 or early 23, we have modeled it at a point to where oil is going to go up considerably because the current administration has cut back oil production to where I heard today now, 40%. Remember, two years ago, we were selling more oil than we've ever sold, fully oil independent, I call it energy independent, but oil independent, which in some sense you could say energy, but oil independent specifically. We had so much excess oil we were pumping. That's why oil was in the low 30s. Gas was a buck 50 to $1.75 a gallon. So with this invasion with Russia, now we're going to see probably a buck and a quarter, buck 50, and we have a 40% reduction in oil production here 40 percent in little over a year after it took us 50 years to get to full oil independence the hard asset money show will be right back after a word from our sponsor green energy demand should turbocharge silver prices to 200 dollars an ounce according to many experts around the world silver in 2020 rose nearly 48 percent beating the s p by double while the dollar declined close to seven percent Hard Asset Management has the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, award-winning customer service, and expedited shipping. 
Call now and get your free hard asset management information kit on how easy it is for you to own silver. 844-426-4653. 844-426-4653. Now, let's keep going and talk a little bit further here. So now, what else is going to happen with this invasion? Oil is going to go up to all-time highs probably in the next eh, two to four weeks, let's say. Let's give it two to four weeks. If not sooner, could be sooner. I did, again, like I said earlier in the show, was hearing about a $200 per oil prediction from somebody pretty darn recognized and incredible. But I'm going to hold off on going into that detail until we kind of push that 125 and then that'll be a little bit more credible. But I do believe that there's a shot there, that $200, which would just decimate pretty much everything. Inflation would probably be 40 or 50%, if not more. So now let's move on to the other aspects. What other things are going to affect us in such a way that we are going to feel the pain of this invasion? One, inflation, because oil goes up, everything's made from oil. So inflation on every single thing. Two, we're going to see a stock market that is going to have one of the worst corrections, I think, ever. And it may not be the day of a correction, but it's going to be a massive correction that is literally, and I mean this literally, going to be a death by a billion cuts. We're going to have big drop-offs in daily values, but it's going to last for a long time because corporate profits with this kind of inflation, people are going to stop spending money. You can't spend what you don't have, and you certainly can't spend what you would like to spend if the real wages, which are not anywhere near keeping up to what inflation is, and now we're going to have people cutting back dramatically. I've already seen it. I've heard it. I've seen restaurants in places um, that I've, I've actually either seen it for myself or I've had the uh, opportunity to reach out to people and ask them, how are things going in your city? And they're saying, well, for a lot of parts of Europe or a lot of parts of the U.S., people are not coming in in the numbers in a lot of the states that have still have these mandates. And so with that said, that held people back. Well, you can take those mandates and throw those out the window because nobody gives a give a shit about that when you've got a state that's going to cost $100. No one's going to go buy a filet at a restaurant at $99, $100, $150. They're just not going to do it. Okay, I went out the other night and uh, steak was $48 for a little filet. And I was like, $48, hmm, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I'm middle class, you know, I can't afford everything, but I do know this. We are going to see a dramatic increase in everything. And that is not just because of the Russian invasion. That is really the cherry on the Sunday. That really put us over the edge. That was it. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. Now we're going to pay for the ramifications. But we don't have to worry because I have a solution. But we'll talk about that here shortly. Uh, right now, okay, I'm getting buzzed. i got to go to commercial break. Remember, buy gold, buy silver, buy rare coins. Call one of our people or certainly go on our website and fill out some information and get some get some updates on, on how easy it is to own precious metals and rare coins and how you too can profit for these chaotic times as well as for economic boom times over the long term. So check it out, listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. If you've got a collection of precious metals and United States or world rare coins, call one of our account executives at Hard Asset Management, the world's rare coin and precious metals dealer, and they'll be happy to give you a free evaluation and appraisal on the value. And we can give you guidance on any recommendations that you may need. Free shipping on all precious metals and rare coins orders. 844-426-4653. That's 844-426-4653. Okay, welcome back. Um, today we're talking about the Ukrainian um, being invaded. The Russians have now entered the eastern part of Ukraine. Uh, 
as a peacekeeping troop movement, which I don't know how that means. What that means is they'll keep the peace as long as you don't shoot at them and then they won't shoot you back and kill you. So right now, again, oil is surging. We have massive uh, futures are down. I mean, massive on the equities markets. We're probably looking at tomorrow. Let me just let me just say I would say within some some reasonable expectations, we're probably going to be down anywhere from 500 to 1,000 points on the Dow. As well, at least was what's indicating right now, at least 500 points or more. NASDAQ is down almost 3%. That's that's a hit. That That's not good. So we're seeing the ramifications of a lot of bad policies based on the current administrations. On top of that, we've seen Russian aggression move into eastern Ukraine. They have troops already in Belarus, troops in Romania, apparently from what we're seeing here, what we're what, at least what we're hearing, and how aggressive Russia gets after this. It's anybody's guess, but it doesn't look good. They could easily go into other countries. They could easily overtake them because the current administration can't do anything for a plethora of reasons, reasons we may never know, and reasons we only can speculate we know. So with that said, let's, let's stay to the facts, let's stay to what's truth, and that is oil is pushing $100 a barrel, we're now seeing gold up dramatically over the past couple of weeks. In fact, just recently I had a uh, uh, colleague ask, you know, where do I think gold's going to go? And I told him the same thing I'll tell everybody else. We've had thousands of emails and texts and from people here in the last few weeks just asking what do they need to do. Well, gold is up about $16, $17 right now uh, as we speak in the pre-markets until tomorrow morning. So it's a good indicator and now we're, we're okay headlines are coming right here stock futures tank oh i got this is this is not good so we're getting a live right here it says ukrainian russia crisis stock futures tank as situation escalates so um we're looking at right now that uh, easily easily we could see the nasdaq uh drop as, as much as three and a half percent in the early morning tomorrow and of course we're looking at the dow drop significantly as well as much as one and a half to two percent and that's just the beginning. That's just what the futures are indicating right now. This could be far, far worse. Um, they're looking at an S&P 500 is at risk for at least a 6.2% drop or more. Well, some indications could penalize the heavy uh, tech NASDAQ and small cap Russell 2000 by as much as 10.2% uh, decline either tomorrow or certainly this week. So we are in a really a massive problem. And I've said this before, and you all need to listen up. You got to have gold in your portfolio as insurance. When you have a freaking heart attack and you don't have health insurance and they're bringing you in on the gurney and the doctor says, this guy have health insurance? He's having a heart attack. And they say, no, they go, ah, I can't really help you now, buddy. You're too late. Same thing with gold. Gold is still 5 6% below its all-time high. This is going to blow it through its all-time high. So you need to get some gold, some silver, and get some coins because gold is skyrocketing over many reasons. Inflation obviously was one of the biggest indicators that gold was going to go higher. And now we're experiencing that exact issue. So now as we continue to see more and more of the Russian aggression, real estate prices, we saw mortgages hit. Again, this Russian aggression is going to affect was already a problem here. They've already had these problems. We had interest rates now that are pushing almost 5% on a 30-year mortgage. I heard five and three eight, or excuse me, four and three eighths today with indications that it'll hit 5% after March 16th when the Fed raises its first rate hike, which by the way is another whole aspect. 
to why the Fed's really going to have to go and determine whether they're going to do nine interest rate hikes this year is what Morgan recently said this year and into next year. I've got people saying it's 11 to 12 rate hikes. Again, jury's out on this. So I'm, I'm reading what, I, what I'm seeing and what I'm seeing is not good, whether it's seven hikes, nine hikes, 12 hikes, 15 hikes. Hell, at this point, does it matter if it's seven or 15? Seven is, is an absolute disaster. And we're talking anywhere from a half a percent, could be a full percent per per hike. I mean, 25 basis points isn't going to do shit. I mean, that's literally like taking a little cup of water and saying, well, the house is burning and you throw a teacup's worth of water on it. Oh, okay. Well, how did that work out? Not too well, right? So we are seeing an incredible opportunity to make money in the hard asset market based on some of the worst economics on the table we've ever seen in history with World War III right around the corner. We make it clear, based on what Putin has said publicly, the administration has confirmed and repeated it, that if Putin doesn't get what he wants, he'll use nuclear weapons. That is exactly what he has said. He will nuke the NATO countries. He will not allow NATO to have any countries any further that continue to touch his borders. His sovereignty is worth more to him and his people, apparently, than the Western forces that continue to go into the close proximity of Russia, which back in 1990, as the communist governments were to collapse, Western culture was obviously part of making that happen. People wanted freedom. The leaders of these Western countries, including the United States, Canada, and others, made promises to, to Russia that there would be no NATO-aligned uh, countries that will touch his border. They lied. Okay, They broke the promises. Imagine that. So with that said, what we're looking at now is a disproportionate amount of inflation that has affected us by the Fed not hammered down. you got to hammer down on these on these policies, you've got to sometimes you got to you got to take the medicine. We should have had rate hikes last year, not this year. So now we're going to take two years worth of methodically well positioned, well thought through small hikes, and we're going to have to jam that shit right down our throats. And now we're going to do seven, nine, ten, eleven, whatever the hell it is, and do them in the short period of time, which has never been done like this before. And now on top of that, you've got 40-year high inflation, which is really probably higher than that based on January's number of 1%. It's probably closer to an all-time high, if not at an all-time high. And now everybody's facing all this. So now I got another part to this. And it, recently, one of the top analysts, and I'm reading this thing, and again, uh, these are trusted people within the different communities of business, right? So you have different segments of business. And we're looking at predictable dollars here. Okay, predictable dollars means dollars that can be predicted to go into either a certain amount or a certain price. Gold is, is, is dollar-based. So for what I'm looking at, as I feel very confident in the way inflation is running, that gold will hit $5,000 an ounce within the next 24 to 36 months. Because let's go over a couple of fundamentals. One, oil is up, gas is up, labor is up, cost of machinery is up, cost of goods are up. Costs of refining are up, which means at the end of the day, you cannot make gold, okay? You cannot get out of the ground, put it in bar form, and make it a sellable product today for the same price as two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Gold, by definition, is an automatic inflation hedge because nobody can get it out of the ground and sell it for a loss and continue viable commercial 
business model. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. So if you're going to make money, you can continue to mine it. You just aren't going to sell it till the price reflects a profit that you can live with so you can, can maintain the consistency of your business model, right? Which is how we have to make a profit. The Hard Asset Money Show will be right back after a word from our sponsor. With many gold experts predicting gold can surge up to $25,000 an ounce, now is the time to buy gold. Hard Asset Management has the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, award-winning customer service, and expedited shipping. Gold was up 25% last year, an incredible return for any investor. Call now or go to our website at bmcham.com and get your free hard asset management information kit on how easy it is for you to own gold. 844-426-4653. So if you see a gallon of gas at $5, two years ago it was $1.50, you know that 30 40% of a mining operation is fuel-based, 30 to 40% is labor-based. We know what labor is going up. The rest of it is made up of various components like machinery and so forth. So if 70 to 80% is fuel, labor, you know that that stuff is up 200, 300, 400%, which means if five years ago it cost seven, eight, nine hundred $900 to get an ounce of gold out of the ground, do the math. It's at least two to 300%, if not more, more expensive for the same ounce, which means we're definitely going to go much higher. On top of that, you've got inflation. You've got practically what a lot of these headlines are saying is that this could be the, the potential to lead us to the biggest escalation since World War II. So they're calling it World War III. And Russia's like, yes, we are going to move in. We are going to take back what's ours because y'all are coming too close to our borders. It's the same thing. Well, apparently, Putin doesn't believe that NATO is welcomed on his property. And so he's taking back his backyard, apparently, according to what he feels and what he says. Good, bad, or indifferent, that's just the way it is. So now analysts have come out in recent weeks saying gold at $3,000, $4,000, even $10,000 an ounce is not only a real possibility, but it's highly probable. We've been saying this. If we see oil at $200 a barrel, I can tell you this, no question, Gold would probably sell for record highs, multiples of record highs. I can tell you that with high probability, if not absolute, because why? It is all about the cost of production at a minimum, let alone the threat of World War III, the threat of massive supercycle inflation, currency devaluation. What happens during wars? We print our way out of wars. So it means if we're printing more cash, we're devaluing the currency. What's the number one hedge against that? Gold. So either way, it's all about the math, okay? That's just the way it is. So now, for people out there that are walking brain donors that have not listened to what I've been saying, it's too late for many of you. And for some of you that have absolutely knocked it out of the park, you're welcome. We appreciate you. Appreciate us. This is what we do. We make you money. This is what we do. So... If we start looking around, all these different experts, here we go. Let's talk about, here's another one. So we are looking at gold prediction right here. We are looking at $6,200 for gold by one analyst. Here's another one, 10,000. These are all in just recent weeks. Uh, another one, three to 4,000, easily in the next 12, 18 months. $6,000, here's another one, $7,200. Five to $10,000, extremely likely in the next two to three years. Here's another one for 5,000. Another one for 5,000, another one for 5,000. So if at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we see gold 
at four to 5,000 in the next 18 to 24 months, which is not even close to what some of the other experts are talking about. But let's, let's take a step back. We're still making a ton of money, a ton of money. Okay. Now continue on the ramifications here. So now we've got interest rate hikes of at least nine, nine, nine. Okay. Say it again. Nine over the next eight to 12 months, nine. Let's say if it's just a quarter point, let's just say it's a quarter point, 25 basis points. Again, this is not just from the inflation. This is because of the over printing and stimulus of dollars and other currencies around the world by all the governments combined. So it's not just isolated here. Trust, trust in the fact to know that if one group sp uh, likes to spend money, there's many other countries right behind it. And so that's what we had. We had a coordinated effort around the world and they went way too far, way too far. And unfortunately, that money did not trickle down into the hands of the middle class. It stayed up there in that top one, two, three percent of the wealth. So they don't have to worry about inflation. It's people like us. That's why we do what we do and recommend and do pivot when we have to, like buy gold and so forth. And so now we've got these nine interest rate hikes. So let's take a 25 basis point per hike, okay? That's a two and two quarter percent, right? 2.25 when you look at the total, right? Nine times 25 equals 225. So think about that for a second. We have 2.25% increase okay, in interest rates. What do you think that's going to do to the bond market? It's going to destroy it. What do you think it's going to do to equities? Crush it. What do you think it's going to do gold? Very well. It's going to do great. Think rare coins? Think rare coins. Come on, we can't forget that. It's going to do great. So now we've got these huge interest rate hikes, nine minimum, could be 11, could be 12. I did see 15, but I don't know if that's quite, quite as drastic there, but you never know. We don't know. We do not know because they may want to slow the economy down to a depression to bring things back into check. If we have a depression in like 2008, hell, gold went up 2.5 times nearly in about two, two and a half years. We could easily see that if that's the course they want to take with the Federal Reserve here now kind of in charge with everything. So recently, uh, this was just the other day, a, the Russian-Ukraine tensions, which is right before, this is like Thursday, Friday last week, <clears throat> there was a headline that I picked up in a European paper, well, European news agency, actually, I don't even have a paper anymore. It says, Russia-Ukraine tensions could trigger market crash, says EU regulator. It says, mounting geopolitical tensions in Eastern Europe are driving market nervousness. Duh, no kidding. Fears over a possible Russian invasion of Ukraine could trigger major price swings in financial markets, the EU's securities regulator warned. This was last Tuesday. The European Securities and Market Authority said in a recent report that mounting geopolitical tensions in Eastern Europe are driving market nervousness. The Paris-based authority said this raises the risk of further bouts of volatility especially in sectors of technology and other related areas. So what that means is the shit's about to hit the fan. It already has. We've seen the market decline significantly, and it's only going to get way worse, people. It's going to get way worse. So you need to buckle up. You need to understand that this is the beginning of what could be a long extended period of hyperinflation, aggressive moves by Russia, and don't forget, China's watching and they love their Taiwan and they want their Taiwan back. And given the current administration's issues with some, some things that are making national headlines, uh, they may not have the ability to push back on China nor Russia, apparently. So this could be a significant issue for equities, bonds. And just today, we got some more reports that we're seeing a significant 
uh, drop in real estate sales and that prices are now bringing significantly under listing prices, not like it was six months or a year ago. So many of the markets are now seeing a slowdown in the aggressive buying to where they used to have pretty strong bids over asking or certainly at that asking level. Well, right now, a lot of markets are showing 5, 10, 15% decreases off listing, which doesn't mean that it's a complete crash, but it's definitely softening. But I can tell you this, if mortgages hit 6 7% this year, maybe by the summer, early, late spring, early summer, you can pretty much take the housing market, at least in a certain area segment, whether it's the demographic or whether it's the price points, out of the market. It's, it's over. They just can't do it. When you've got a million-dollar mortgage and your payment is six months ago, let's say 6,000, 8,000 a month, but you have seven, 8% interest rates, now 15,000 a month. There's no way, there's no way you got that same buyer. They're out, they're renting. They're buying a 300 to $500,000 house. It's equivalent because that's what their payment. Remember, people buy houses, cars, and boats based on the monthly payment, not the interest rate, not the cost of the product, or in this case, any one of these assets. It's what can I afford per month? That's how it works. And right now, it's not looking good. Okay, we got to take a commercial break here. We come back. We are talking about Russia invades Ukraine. It's happening under what is being called the peacekeeping soldiers, army, men, whatever you want to frame it. Putin said it, and he's moving in, and he's taking over. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. We've got another commercial break. The world is in crisis, with political unrest and financially unstable countries trying to print their way to prosperity by taking on trillions of dollars of new debt. It's incredibly concerning. That's why you need to own silver as a hedge. So call today to receive the free hard asset information kit on how easy it is to own silver. Green energy demands will possibly turbocharge silver prices to 50, 100, even 300 an ounce according to many experts around the world. Silver is a proven hedge against inflation. Since 1971, silver has returned over 11% when averaged yearly. Silver is a proven wealth preservation for hundreds of years. Silver in 2020 rose over 47%, while the dollar declined close to 7%. Hard Asset Management is a trusted leader in precious metals and rare coins for nearly 40 years. We have the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, expedited shipping, with award-winning customer service available 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. CST, Monday through Friday. So protect yourself from the chaos. Invest in stability with Hard Asset Management. Call now and get your free hard asset management information kit on how easy it is for you to own silver. 844-426-4653. 844-426-4653. 